Welcome to Performance Mind Unlocked, your performance mindset podcast hosted by me, Rienzo Colpo. This is the place for athletes to really tune in their mental game as we dive into what performance means in this arena. So whether you're building yourself up from the couch to your first 5k run, or you're looking for a podium finish in an upcoming world championship, your greatest resource, ally and enemy is your mind. It'll definitely define your success or struggle. So in these podcasts, I will discuss topics that are designed to provoke you, to interrogate your mindset, to challenge your mental approach and look at where you allow yourself to feel weak. And then, of course, where you can tap into unimaginable potential. Thank you for joining me. I hope that you find it interesting. And with no further delay, please enjoy the latest episode. I want to start this episode by saying that my thoughts and best wishes are with everybody who is struggling with the COVID-19 virus worldwide at the moment. Um, there are people who are sick, there are people who are dying, and, uh, and that's causing a lot of pain in the world. And then there are businesses that are struggling, economies that are, that are in a lot of trouble because of the virus. And uh, as a small business owner, know what it's like to be in the position that this virus is putting many businesses in so I just want to put that out there and say feel it and, uh, and I just send you all my best wishes for a speedy end to this crisis and you know while we're on that topic just there's been a lot going on in uh, in my world around around the sporting environment and why we do what we do and a lot of people are very disappointed even up in arms about the fact that the the sporting events that they entered whether it's been an Ironman event or uh, a marathon that they've entered you name it, right? I mean, we all know. There's been a blanket shutdown on, on public gatherings, and that includes all sporting events. So we've got cancellations of, uh, of professional events and, uh, and uh, amateur events across the globe. And, and I've not been unaffected by that. I mean, obviously, I had been building up to participate in my first Ironman in exactly a week and a half's time from the recording of this podcast so the 29th of March 2020 was my scheduled debut in an Ironman and I've been training for over a year to get to this place and uh, you know I sat on Friday past um, so five days ago watching social media expecting the worst knowing you know deep inside me but not wanting to accept the truth that the cancellation was going to come and of course it did so when I got the official cancellation from Ironman South Africa uh, well not a cancellation a postponement right which I don't know which is worse <laughs> a cancellation or a postponement that uh, that the event that I've been planning to and that I've been building up for for six for nine months had uh, had suddenly been pulled from me and, and and not only that, 
no problem it's rescheduled for eight months time so it's almost it's almost like resetting the clock and uh, and going back eight months to uh, to the start so all of the hard work for eight months in, in terms of preparing myself conditioning myself training tough miles that I've ridden tough miles that I've run the wins the losses the dark places that I've been into all of the the physical expense and then of course the financial expense of getting to that point you know, bicycles races entered nutrition maintenance new shoes more new shoes more more new shoes <laughs> i can't believe how many pairs of shoes i've run through in just nine months more than i've ever done in my life <laughs> anyway so there's all of that going on and then there's a the sacrifice of my family you know the time that they've lost with me the early mornings that they've had to endure the early nights that they've had to endure the cancelled social arrangements it's been a tough road for them too and now we've got to reset all of that and build up for that in eight months time i took them by the way just a quick aside i took them away for a coffee on, on saturday morning after the news and i sat them down and i, and I actually asked their permission to pick it up again and start again because I realize the impact that this has on them. But the purpose of this podcast is, is really to talk about our why. So in my in my little momentary breakdown on Friday, it took me about half a day, right? I, I own the fact that for half a day I was a basket case. I was dreading this. All I was doing is watching social media, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing waiting for official word of either yes no we're going ahead we're not going ahead and then getting the news and slipping into deep disappointment and frustration and uh, and even anger and and kind of you know reaching out to to friends and people that I care about people that are close to me and, and, and going to them and saying you know please feel sorry for me Look at what's happened. Iron Man's cancelled. All of this build-up. And, you know, the people closest to me that I reached out to were fantastic. They all came back. They all came back with this, um, you know, oh, shame. It's so disappointing. We feel so sorry for you. It's terrible. You know, the, the big problem with coronavirus is not the fact that my Iron Man was cancelled. It's the fact that people are sick and dying across the planet. And that economies are in the brink of collapse but you know my Iron Man was a devastating blow then there was that one friend that I phoned up and he was like and so have you dried your tears yet are you over it when are you back in training and and I was momentarily taken aback by you know, his his unsympathetic lack of empathy lack of care kind of casualness about this it's like i'd built up for nine months i mean people deliver children after nine months i was waiting for my birth so to speak and uh and here yeah, this mate of mine was going yeah and so what's the problem and after i got over my my horror that i was getting no, no sympathy from this guy it actually just all fell into place and it was really just you know wow if the race was that important to me I've got it all wrong 
if if I'm so committed to my Ironman journey because I want to cross a finish line and get a medal so that I've got bragging rights to say I'm an Ironman I've got it all wrong because Ironman is about so much more than that my achievement is worth so much more than that in fact if I drill it right back the opportunity to cross that finish line hear them say Rienzo you are an Ironman and them to give me my medal and my finishers t-shirt and my backpack that's the celebration of the journey it's not the achievement the achievement is is what I've been doing for the last nine months I've achieved it I know the purists will say yes but that doesn't make me an Ironman and quite frankly I don't care I'll get to do the race one day at some point I'm under no illusion that the November reschedule might be postponed further because you know who knows what happens with the with the, the spread of this virus but and how long but at some point I'll get to race at some point I'll get those Iron Man words yes you are an Iron Man I'll be able to go out there with my bragging rights and that's all fantastic but I've done the work I've achieved the achievement, I've walked the journey, I've been to those dark places, I've learned how to discipline myself, I've learned how to motivate myself, I've learned how to be stronger, my legs are stronger, my muscles are stronger, my VO2 max is bigger, my, my capacity as a human being, as an athlete has been tested, and I've done well. So, why really am I entered as an Ironman? And I'm going to say it again, if it's to cross the finish line and get the medal, I'm doing it all wrong. And, and then really, it pulled me right back to episode one of our podcast series, which is, you've got to know and be connected to constantly your why, because you're going to need it. There are going to be dark moments when you need to reconnect to your why. And suddenly, everything fell back into place. Suddenly, I was very clear. If I want to be an Iron Man, need to be clear about the fact that what's driving me to be an Ironman is so much bigger than the race. So why do I do what I do? Why do I wake up at 3.45 every morning and go and train? Why am I in bed by 8, 8.30 at night? Why am I watching my nutrition, washing my bicycle, preparing my equipment constantly? I mean borderline distracted by it. Why am I doing this? it took me to the place of it took me to the 7th of December so the 7th of December is a calendar celebration for me it's a memorial moment for me and I call it Spaz Day right it's called Spaz Day because it's a memorial to my friend Spaz that's S-B-A-S it's a bit spastic I know but it's it's Spaz Day on the 7th of December my friend Spaz lost his life to cancer and he was iconic I, I knew him from primary school and, and he was iconic because he was fit he was healthy he was he was one of those gifted human beings who was smart who was funny who was nice good-looking and he was an athlete he had those just those natural athletic capacity and, and skills that you know everybody would, would wish for um, 
And so he always was able, but where we struggled to be like him, he just naturally was. And and in the later part of his life, he, uh, you know, he couldn't. All of that was robbed from him by his disease. And, and I realized that I have the opportunity to celebrate life every day of my life. I have a body that is capable of moving. I have a life that I can celebrate. I can, I can wake up in the morning. I can be on my bicycle while it's still dark. And I can celebrate a sunrise while my lungs are burning and my legs are burning. And then I can go home all hot and sweaty and I can kiss my, my wife and I can kiss my son and I can start my day. And not a lot of people can do that. And so that's why I do what I do. I have a sister who's struggling with cancer at the moment. And, uh, and she can't do what I do. Siri Lindley, who is a well-known triathlete, world champion, Ironman triathlete. And, uh, and she's struggling with cancer at the moment. There are a lot of people who have the vitality robbed from them because of life. And while I can, for as long as I can, I have this and I will. And so that's why I do what I do. And I do it for me. And I do it so that I'm the best version of myself. So that I can, I can set an example for my sons. So that I can set an example for my family. So that hopefully I inspire people. And, uh, and that's why I do what I do. And, and that's why I do what I do. And that is why I do what I do. Not to get the medal at the end of the Ironman race. That's just a, okay, cool. <laughs> so you have ticked that off your bucket list. But that doesn't define my life. I want the why I do what I do to define my life. And... And why I'm bringing this up now is there are so many people that I'm reading on social media who are aggressive, disappointed, angry, despondent, dejected. I can come up with many more uh, descriptors, adjectives. Where they're at right now because their races have been taken away from them. And, and I'm going, guys, you've got it all wrong. If that is your... Your, your reason for doing, your reason for being, your reason for, for living, then you got it all wrong because you're going to be unfulfilled. Because if, you're, if your reason for showing up at Ironman is because you want to get a PB, a, a sub 10 hour Ironman, that's fantastic. Huge bragging rights there. But what if you don't? And what if the weather's bad? What if they cancel the swim? Then technically, are you an Ironman? Aren't you an Ironman? You know, what if, I don't know, you have a mechanical. What if you get a, a, a penalty card because some referee decided you were drafting? You know, there, there's so many things that can affect the goal that you set yourself. And if that defines you, you're in a lot of trouble. Because then you've got to go there. And hypothetically you have the perfect race so you show up your, at your marathon and you get your sub three hour marathon well well done 
but then you're never going to be satisfied with that because now the next marathon that comes along you're going to be going okay now I need to get a sub 245 um, now I've got to get a sub 230 now I've got to get a sub two hour marathon you know well okay so then we're gonna to have to change your name to Elliot Kipchoge right <laughs> I mean it's a never-ending kind of rainbow that you're chasing and you never get to the end of the rainbow so if that is your driver I argue that you're never going to be happy you're never going to be fulfilled but if you're connected to your why you can show up you can give your best and you can enjoy it and be fulfilled whatever the result even if that means that they pull the rug and you don't compete there's uh, there's one last you know kind of addition to this this whole perspective that I want to offer and that is I was con contacted a week ago by a friend who I used to coach so he, he was a he was a he was an athlete that I coached uh, participated uh, Paralympic rowing he uh, he trained through two Paralympic cycles so two Olympic cycles um, so we're talking more than 10 years now uh, to compete in uh, ultimately in the Rio Games and, uh, and and was very successful for his federation in the in the in the Rio Games and uh, was really hoping to capitalize on his experience and and his development as an athlete and go to the Tokyo Games and to represent his country at the Tokyo Games and his local federation the local olympic committee decided to pull him they decided to stop in investing in his crew and uh, in his boat class and uh, and basically he had his dream of of meddling at an olympics taken away from him by politics right and you know we're just going to be honest about that and he and i lost contact and, and we we re resumed contact last week and and he's telling me that he's been going through deep depression and he's been struggling and you know he has good days and he has bad days but but he's really struggling because he feels aimless he feels lost and I know a lot of professional and elite athletes that when they when they leave their sport whether they retire or whatever it is they hit this point and it's often because they set a goal for themselves like an Olympic medal and for whatever reason they don't get it or you know Michael Phelps multiple gold medals the, the undisputed goat right greatest of all time uh, arguably swimmer and then he retires and then suddenly his reason for existence is gone and he doesn't know what to do with himself and my challenge to, to this friend of mine was to say, you need to go back to why you started rowing in the first place. What was the reason that took you there? What was your why? What, what, and it wasn't the Olympics. What, what got you up every morning? What got you through those dark places, those cold mornings in the water, on the water, those tough gym sessions, those, those uh, ridiculously long hours that you spent going up and down in the boat training doing strokes over and over and over and over and over and over and over 
Why? What was your reason? What was that spark that of passion and love that got you there? That took you there? That, that pulled you through the dark places? Because it wasn't going to the Olympics and it wasn't the medal. There was something else. And if you reconnect to that, then you can take that as your guiding light, your north star, your, your, your true north, whatever you want to call it, into anything else that you do. And that can become an expression of your greatness, an expression of your passion, and an expression of fulfillment for you. The question is, what is your why? So my challenge to you is to find your why. Go back to episode one of our podcast series and find your why. Reconnect to it. Listen to that podcast. Let it support you. And make sure that that is your guiding light. Because if your next race or that next medal or that next personal best is your guiding light, you're in shit. Stay safe. Don't contract the virus. Not because we don't want you sick, but because we don't want you spreading the virus. Be sensible. Look after yourself. Look after the world. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. I hope that it added insight, perspective, and some value that you can walk away with. If it did, then please subscribe here so that you can access all of my podcasts, recorded and future. And why don't you follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Rienzo Colpo. That's R-I-E-N-Z-O-C-O-L-P-O. And then while you're there, why don't you drop me a comment, share your thoughts, share your challenges, and please share what you'd like to hear more about. To achieve all of your potential and to start believing in yourself, I want to support you to unlock your mind and to train a performance mind. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for your time. And remember, in the words of Elliot Kipchoge, no human is limited.